It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hey, everybody. So amazing uh, news. So uh, we are going to go over some of the current events. And despite what a lot of uh, mainstream media are trying to, to say and try how they're trying to uh, change and shape what, what we think and how we act. Um, there are still other news outlets that are actually reporting uh, with more, with less of an agenda. Maybe they all have an agenda, but at least they they have a little bit of a less, less of an agenda. So I'm going to do something I haven't done before on my, on these episodes anyway of the Panacea concept. I'm gonna share a window so that uh, you can see the news article for yourself. Um, and so what am I talking about? I'm talking about Florida. Uh, they called it the epicenter or the new epicenter of the coronavirus. All this uh, hype about the coronavirus, bunch of cases, um, I think, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of more positive cases. But is that the truth? Now let's go and see if that is true, hmm, screen sharing is a little bit odd. Let me go back here, go to, all right. So um, as you can probably guess, if I'm sharing this with you, we are not going to be discussing or, or I'm not trying to get, uh, instill fear into my audience. Uh, so what we're actually gonna do, so if you're listening to a podcast, you can go to The Epic Times, that's E-P-O-C-H times epoch. Um, let's see, Safari, let's see what happens when I do this. Probably not gonna come out too well. Are we, are we sharing now? That's weird. Well, I don't know. Why is that? I'm gonna try one more time. Zoom used to be flawless. And now, here we go. And now it seems like there's more issues. Okay, here we go. So um, excuse whatever I was sharing before, but here we are at the article. So let's see, sky high positivity rates listed by Florida Department of Health in its daily uh, CCP virus. What they do in the Epic Times is they call it the um, Communist China uh, Party virus. So they call it CCP virus. Um, and virus reports are wrong. So the Florida Department of Health in its daily reports are wrong. So that's big news or that's big uh, talk for a newspaper because they are subject to libel. And, um, and that's illegally, if they're being that bold, then that means they have a lot of proof to back it up. Um, uh, this is kind of different when it comes to mainstream media that seems to get away with saying anything. Um, but uh you know this this is a smaller newspaper so they have a, a more to risk so it looks like there is an error in the data report lee health has not experienced a hundred percent positivity in our lab testing that comes from a spokeswoman from lee health pat uh, dolce maybe d-o-l-c-e uh, we are currently reaching out to department of health to resolve the description discrepancy so that means 
that all those headlines, the epicenter and blah, 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 blah. What's the actual, they're false and uh, they're fake news uh, to coin or to use the same terms that they like to use for everything that's not mainstream media. Uh, we're going to use the same thing right back at it. Uh, so uh, the, what are the actual rates? Did it increase at all? These are all good questions. Another good question would be, what are these positive tests mean? Some uh, health experts say we don't know if having a positive test is a good thing or a bad thing. If, it, if the tests are even, um, if they're even a good quality test, if they're tainted, yes, there have been a lot of tainted tests. Um, you know, all these things matter and we're not getting the, the full story and we're not getting half the story. We're not getting um, really any perspective. Basically, it's just a whole bunch of panic and, uh, and lies in one direction. Uh, mainly and then the direction of of convincing people that their life is over and there's no there's no uh, earth the way that people remember it you can't socially interact with people because you'll get the virus and that there's no immunity to virus and um, that is again not true and it's, it's some there's more to the answer so it's not just plain yes or no answer uh, so the reason, and this is not what the whole episode is about, by the way, the whole episode is about who owns your health, which kind of covers, um, just kind of falls into that category. Because if these people, if these hospitals, these uh, government officials are all pushing for you to do something and act a certain way, then, and you do it without taking care of yourself or understanding what it is you're doing, then uh, who really owns your health? It's not you, you're putting your, your ownership into someone else's hands. So, um, so let's see, that number is incorrect. So even Orlando Health, which showed a uh, 98, which was reported to have a 98% positivity rate, uh, is disputing those, uh, is disputing those, uh, those numbers. The numbers, the number is incorrect. And Orlando Health spokeswoman told the Epic Times in the email, the hospital system positivity rate is 9.4% as of July 12th. So very different from 98% positivity rate, isn't it? So that's amazing. And will there be a retraction for their fake story? No, there won't. Uh, will, there, or will people realize it's a fake story and feel silly and, and uh, calm down? No, they won't. They'll keep spreading the memes that fits whatever whatever they're thinking and they'll keep scaring the crap out of each other and that's uh, unfortunate so we need more people to keep a voice and um to voice their the dissent basically to say hey you know the world's not over isn't it strange that i never i never thought i would have a hard time convincing people the world's not over <laughs> like hey uh, everything's fine you, you can tell because we've been here for months um, you can tell because everyone's not dead and um, and you can tell if you actually just look into the numbers look into the numbers yourself um, I don't even like any of the places I'm looking it into um, but even they are showing that the numbers are pretty low and they've consistently gotten lower since April so um, look them up go to the CDC I don't like them I they are funded by pharma but they are they're reporting lower and lower numbers, whether that is true or not. Uh, I believe that most likely the numbers are lower because if we look at the testing, the uh, testing 
isn't good and the assumptions are added into the totals. So if we take our assuming out of it, how low does it go? We don't know yet. So um, uh, most likely lower than 0.26%. So very, very low. Um, and recent, and, and that's even considering that what the mainstream media da, did and is still doing is scaring the crap out of everyone. So what happens when you get scared? <laughs> it's crapless. So what happens when you get scared? It lowers your immune system. You can literally, and you're constantly stressed, and you can stress yourself to sickness. And uh, the way you're going to get sick really depends on what's the most opportune uh, actor at the time. So, uh, typically, when people get sick, they have respiratory issues. Uh, when people get um, really stressed out for long periods of time, it could manifest in a bunch of different ways: digestion issues, which leads to a poor uh, leads to malnutrition, which can lead to other issues. So it's a, it's a real chain reaction. And then, um, I mean, what happens when you're locked down all the time and then you, uh, you know, run into any foreign uh, germs, bacteria, viruses that you haven't, um, you know, ran into before and your immune system is lower from being locked down? What happens? You're more likely to get sick. What happens when you wear a mask and you already have very low blood oxygen levels? most likely you're going to have even lower blood oxygen levels go ahead and buy an oximeter very cheap look it up um i believe it's anywhere from 15 20 bucks for for a good one um i have a you know dr cabral has a recommended page uh it's called um it's he has an episode where it's what to have for your at-home lab so all this uh cheap stuff that you can have in your home to really troubleshoot your health so um, what happens is you can get a glucometer, you can get an oximeter, you can get, um, I believe there's, you can get a blood pressure um, cuff, you can get all these different things to really, and then learn how to actually use, use them and when to use them uh, and what the results mean. It's not too hard to uh, understand. And there's episodes dedicated to that, which I may do my own version of that uh, someday. So as the state continues to re, uh, receive results from various labs, the department will continue educating these labs on proper protocol for reporting COVID-19 test results. Isn't it weird that all the reporting seems to be wrong? So, like, so inaccurate, it's, it's almost like it's intentional and I believe it completely is intentional. And um, so that's one article. They actually did two articles on the Epic Times uh, following something similar about the uh, Florida and its huge, massive uh, influx of positive cases, which again, we don't even know if positive cases are a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, in my opinion, if you have no symptoms and you test positive for a test, like an antibody test or something like that, uh, then good, you have, you're good. You, it passed through you and you're fine. Uh, and uh, it also matters the testing. So, uh, so there is a possibility and, and most likely it's true, that they're using only a part of the virus. They're not using the full virus. So if they don't use the full virus and they test for it and, and you only match uh, to that small portion that they're testing, then you might not even have the virus because they are only testing for a small part. So if you, um, and coronaviruses have been around for a very, very, very long time. So keep that in mind. Uh, so the next article, Really quickly, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go into who owns your health, but you can kind of already tell. I mean, it, your reality is what you consume, 
And if you constantly consume fear, that's going to be your reality. So I hope you're just, you just turn off that box. Really, there's no need for mainstream media. I mean, look up, uh, if you need news, go to the Epic Times. I think they're pretty good, especially their um, life, was it mind and body? Their mind and body section, their health session section is very good and actually talks about real issues that I've even seen from my own experience and learned about through my integrative health practitioner certification. And, and you know, so it's, it's, it's pretty accurate. You'll, you won't find really good information on Google about your health um, on Google or any other mainstream source because that's, honestly, it's covered up. And it's covered up to keep you sick. So we'll get into that later. So COVID-19 cases is increasing in the United States, hearkening, an interesting word. Okay, back to the weeks of hellish conditions in the areas of the most severe outbreaks in New York and New Jersey. But this time, fewer people are succumbing to the disease and the case numbers are highest in Florida, Texas, Arizona, and California. And really depends on who's pushing those case numbers. It's not, most likely isn't that there is, these aren't honest numbers as we've saw in the other uh, article. Uh, difference indicates that the case numbers are telling far from the full story. So here's where it starts talking about suspected cases. Suspected cases are added. We've known this from the beginning. Uh, for CDC, ask the states to count a probable cases among the overall counts for cases. So if you just assume, then uh, you're added to the total. Uh, if you have poor testing, you're added to the total. Uh, the tainted tests still added to the total. Everything's about increasing the numbers here. And um, we need to just, just ignore it and live your life and focus on getting healthy. Uh, Florida also counts antibody tests, which comprised about 11% of the testing total, the state's COVID website indicates. Uh, positivity. So at least some states are including the case totals, people who have tested positive for coronavirus antibodies. Uh, people develop that antibodies within a few weeks after getting infected and retain them for four months. Counting them in current total skews the picture because they, like they said, they've, it's been they've had these antibodies for months. So who knows if they currently have the virus? Uh, I'll keep I'll keep reading uh, because they may have gone through the disease weeks or months later. Okay, that's basically what I said. Um, so yeah, I mean this is this this the importance. Uh, the devil's in the details, as they say. So just look the information up yourself and from a different source that's really not trying to scare you. And you know what? You'll find that it's not that scary. Uh, you may know people who have uh, had the coronavirus, or you may know people who've gotten sick with a respiratory issue because the symptoms are very similar to a flu. So you may know people who have a severe case of the flu. And why is that? You've locked down, um, you've been locked down, you haven't exposed yourself to the outside uh, bacteria, viruses, and germs, and then you're, you lower your immune system. You, your immune system needs things to interact with, just like the rest of you. Uh, your vitamin D levels are important for your immune system. If you're staying indoors all the time, your vitamin D levels will lower. And, it, and honestly, before, the coronavirus, the uh, vitamin D levels statistically uh, for this country are lower. That's, um, most people are functionally low on vitamin D levels. They're functionally low on a lot of things. So it, it's not too much of a surprise that when you scare people 
they all get sick. It's, it's very, it's the way the, the human body works. Yeah, so we need to stop spreading fear and start spreading real, um, real good news and really just uh, fo really focus on getting healthy, which, uh, which um, most people don't know how to. So we will cover that. Again, you can go back to, into my episodes and you can see how to get healthy. Um, and, and also the Cabral Concepts podcast, which has over 1,600 episodes. So um, definitely no shortage of, res of uh, free information. All right, so I stopped sharing for the podcast listeners uh, out there. The, um, it's a, you can have a free account in the Epic Times, um, however you want to support your uh, newspaper that's trying to actually share news and not spin and uh, propaganda. So now to the subject, who owns your health? Now, everyone, I hope, wants to someday own their own health. But what happens when we, uh, as we grow up? Okay, so let's, let's look at this. So what makes up our little information bubble? So, and this isn't to like make anyone depressed or anything. This is to show you the problem so you can take action. That's all I do. So show you the problem, take action. That's, that's a, a good way to do it. And I give you plenty of uh, information on how to take action. I'll, I'll even make sure to add uh, some things for that at the end. I'll type it right into the show notes right now. Um, take always at the end. Okay, cool. So if you look up any health information, uh, let, me, let me turn on the fan, it's getting hot in here. All right, and I'm back cooling off as we speak. So if you look up any health information on Google or um, yeah, the main ones, if you look at, at, at that one, let me change the lighting. I think this is a bit better. Then you will not find any helpful information. And chances are you won't know what helpful information looks like. And um, even actually right now, <laughs> it's a fun, fun little thing. So a fun little game that you can do with Google. If you type anything, like a number, into Google, the uh, suggestion will be coronavirus cases. That, isn't that interesting how every number, and then actually search for it. Every number you search, at least within three digits, will be cases. There will be a story about that particular case in some county or state uh, near you or around the country. It's always, it's always a story on it, no matter what number. So. That would mean if that was true, they had to do hundreds of stories just talking about a particular case number. Isn't that amazing? If you think about it, like why would you wanna write a, uh, a uh, story about every number of cases? Like one, 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 two, one, one, two, three, one, two, four, one, or well, you know, keep it in three digits. But I've even, I even tried four digits and it, it still worked. Um, so either they're writing hundreds and hundreds of stories on case numbers, or they're using some kind of um, uh, programming so that uh, no matter what number you type in, the number changes to that this in the story the number or headline changes to whatever you typed in. So one or the other. I don't know for sure, but it's very odd that journalists from around the world would somehow be able to write every combination of numbers. And yeah, so interesting. 
Google is not a very, I mean, and if you didn't know, Google is getting into the pharmaceutical games. So um, they have a very vested interest for you not to understand that your health really depends on you not being on pharmaceuticals for the rest of your life. You can't be healthy on pharmaceuticals. That's um, not possible. There's always a repercussion. Yes, there's some really old drugs that are um, considered essential and, and they have very little drawbacks, but you don't want to be the, on them for the rest of your life. I mean, there, there's bound to be some issues. And um, yeah, okay. So search engines. So one, one big thing. Honestly, look up anything in, in uh, YouTube on how to be healthy. You're just going to get some buzzwords and you're going to be confused. I mean, I, 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 saw, I couldn't find a way out of uh, my health condition and I tried for so long. Um, I just gave up. I, eventually, I mean, it was very hard just finding good workout information. Now imagine how hard it is to find how to be healthy. And you know, the, the truth is, when it comes to being healthy, it has nothing, there's no one size fits all solution. You have to learn what works for you. And what's being promoted right now is always one size fits all solution. Everyone wear a mask, everyone take a pharmaceutical, everyone take a vaccine, everyone, um, you know, <laughs> wash your hands, which, yeah, okay, <laughs> that one's fine. But what are you washing your hands with? Why are you really washing your hands every 15 minutes? That's excessive. Um, what happens to the microbiome on your skin, which you're, every, every part of you, by the way, I don't know if you know this, has like some kind of ecosystem uh, working on it. So, um, so your skin has some protective uh, layer of microorganisms, and so does actually the, the air around you, that, which is very interesting. I haven't dived into that sort of, sort of research, but um, there's basically proof that there's an aura. So there's a, an energy around you and there's a microbiome around you. So microscopic uh, creatures, uh, I don't know um, what kind of species they are, but these uh, microorganisms around your body are another microbiome. Uh, I, don't, I think it's pretty unexplored territory when it comes to health. So, I mean, I would love to read a book on it someday, but I, I haven't come across it and I got a lot on my plate. So uh, eventually I'll add it to the list. But I think that's just, just very cool. So what happens when you're constantly washing yourself? Um, there's, a there's always, a, one of the laws of nature, honestly, is balance. And that goes for you. You are part of nature and you need to have balance. So just constantly washing yourself that you're not exposed to anything doesn't really make sense. Um, it's just germ theory, and uh, that'll be another episode. Actually, um, might be talking to somebody soon who wrote, wrote a book uh, about germ theory. So that's um, not in a good way, of course. I, I like to talk to people who um, have similar viewpoints, uh, at least so I, I can uh, learn some things. And I also uh, it's really hard to get people on the show and to talk to me who have different viewpoints because they don't seem to want to debate, which is very interesting. If you're very clear, if you're very clear and you have all the information in the world, and um, and then it should be really easy to debate. It should be uh, really even I wouldn't even call it a debate, debate, just a, a conversation. So if anyone's listening and they want to debate me or have a conversation uh, and they have different viewpoint on the masks then um, I am open and I would love to have you on the show so we can have a conversation 
not yell at each other and show that we can still be friends basically by the end. I think that's an important skill. So back on the subject. So many, and if you look at it too, many health professionals are sick. They, are, they don't look healthy. They have issues of their own. I think I, uh, yeah, I just, I stayed at a, a doctor's house, a mainstream doctor's house not that long ago. And one of his doctor buddies is constantly on a autoimmune drug. So immunodepressant <laughs> uh, drug. So um, I don't know his condition, but do they know that there's a way off of those drugs? I doubt it. Um, they, they look pretty much, since he's a mainstream doctor, they pretty much think uh, what we do is kooky and you know unscientific. Um, but of course, that's because they haven't learned uh, about uh, other forms of science and other forms of, of health. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the amazing thing about life is that there, it, it isn't, you can spend your whole life learning one thing and get really good at it. And then it turns out there's about 10 other subjects that are also very complementary to what you learned. Um, so there's in no way eight years you are going to learn absolutely everything on health. There's, there's sections. So basically for everything I'm studying, I'm not learning emergency-based medicine. So I'm not the best person to ask for emergency-based medicine. I'm, uh, I learn longevity-based medicine, lifestyle-based medicine, herbs, <laughs> um, vitamins and minerals, orthomolecular medicine, that, like these, these kind of concepts. So that is... Um, completely has its place and and it doesn't work outside of its place so for example if people contact me and they have emergency based issues I'm like okay well go i mean i get it i don't like um the mainstream system either but go and see a mainstream doctor or uh, or hospital or something like that to get help because what i do takes time uh, and then of course afterwards if you want to get healthy i'm here so uh, I mean, why are all these health professionals so unhealthy if they know what it takes to be healthy? It's because they don't. They don't know what it takes to be healthy. They think that everything's chalked up to genetics. Um, the human race genetics, collective genetics are just taking a nosedive. And, um, and yeah, there's just too many of us. We're passing on inferior genes. That's what a lot of these doctors think and you can see it on a lot of different shows and you can talk to them and that's basically going to be their answer and it's so funny because i never thought there would be like a good correlation or a good uh parallel to um to that main that main way of thinking that that um, that thought process with bill gates and i'm like oh isn't that interesting Oh, I have something right here in the camera. Isn't that interesting that the guy who wants to depopulate the, the earth, because that's an issue uh, to him, is, is um, also in pharmaceuticals. And it's, uh, he's also um, saying that, you know, it's just nothing we can do. We, there's too many of us. We're, we're like a plague on the earth. So um, <laughs> he didn't say the last part, but maybe he did. Um, basic, yeah, so... It's not interesting that he puts all, all that money into pharmaceuticals and he wants like, so the reason why he's doing that, he said, if people are healthier, they'll have less kids. That's his words, not mine. Now, 
and I've, I've run this thought experiment once before, but if you really think about it, if you had that much money and you really honestly wanted to help people, how would you do it? You would help people be healthy by, even if, you, if you're, not, you're not a health expert, like he, like uh, Bill Gates is not a health expert. So, so, but you know, presumably he's supposed to be really smart. So if you're super smart and you wanted to help people, how would you do it? You would help them eat healthy, uh, not invest a ton of money into genetically modified food um, and spray a ton of pesticides on them, uh, not uh, invest in these vaccines that uh, have side effects, by the way. So uh, again, very easy to look this up. Uh, a lot of kids have been hurt by these vaccines. A lot of kids um, in other countries and even other countries are, are kicking, kicking this uh, pharmaceutical uh, guy out of their country. So look into it. I mean, if you feel uncomfortable for, for me or anyone else questioning a pharmaceutical product, you have to look at that. I felt uncomfortable when I heard people I mean, I'm in no way anti-vaxxer, quote unquote, but technically um, the, the, what they put into it, what they put into the syringe affects people. It's immunotherapy. And if you're going to be altering people's immune systems, you need to really be careful, but there is no checks and balances. There are no checks and balances when it comes to vaccines. They don't have to answer to anybody. And Technically, they're intertwined with the government. You sue them because you feel like the vaccine hurt you. I mean, and it's a pharmaceutical. Every pharmaceutical has side effects. And there's side effects on the box. So if you feel like this hurt you and you try to sue them, you are effectively suing the government. And the government is defending itself. So does that even make sense? They, it's, it's, um, people believe in, in that there should be a separation between corporations and the government and the church, right? Everything should be separate. But when it comes to pharmaceuticals, don't ask, don't ask that question and uh, you can't talk about it. So if I talk about this on YouTube and I have enough views, it's censored, but luckily I'm below the radar right now and I can have freedom of speech. And I'm, I mean, I'm not even saying anything ridiculous either. That's the crazy thing. There's just, uh, we're, we're just programmed and I was programmed too in many different ways. Uh, we're programmed to react a certain way, to be hypersensitive about certain subjects. And I wonder where that came from. And, and I'm sure it took time to in, install that into me. Um, but, you know, we shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't be um, sensitive to questioning a pharmaceutical product. It's so crazy. I never thought of it that way before. Vaccines, they save lives, blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Like what we're seeing with this coronavirus thing is, um, and you know, luckily I can still say that word, is, um, is that the numbers are faked. They're faked a lot and over and over again. And the numbers and the stories don't get retracted. They just keep going. Um, and okay, so now enough tangents onto that. Uh, let's look at, I mean, we, we already know who owns the, our health. If we don't own it, these people do. The sick care system, the pharmaceutical companies, the, um, the doctors that you go to, they own your health. They tell you what to do. You listen and that's it. Uh, and now you, on the surface, you may think that's a good idea because they're the expert, quote unquote, but they're, they don't know you. They don't, they're not taking the time 
to learn about yourself, uh, to learn about you, and they're not taking the time to help you be empowered. So if you're not empowered, you can't be healthy. I'll just say that right now. If, you, if you're not empowered to learn and make good decisions about your diet, your exercise, your stress, your, all these things that make up your life, then you don't own your health. And these people do. And guess what? That's a good business for them. If, if you don't own your health and they do, you're constantly paying them for them to make you not healthy because they're not doing that really. They're just trying to make you one or two steps away from sick. You know, that's all they're doing. So that the next, and you know, pretty much ideally hook you up on a lifelong subscription onto many of their products. That's the point. I mean, it's, it's a dirty, dirty game. So, I mean, if you think, if you think, um, you know, I'll put it to you this way. So if you think Amazon and Google and all these huge companies uh, do shady, like the oil companies, if you think that uh, these, and my phone's listening to me, of course, um, if you think that they do some shady things just to make a profit, um, just like oil companies and stuff, uh, imagine what a much bigger business does. You know, they'll do much shadier things. Let's say uh, write laws, uh, buy politicians, um, suppress information, uh, all that. That's all common practice when you're talking about the sick care system and pharmaceuticals. I mean, it's, it's insane. Like it took me such a long time to break out of that bubble and, and you probably as well, um, where, where I actually understood to ask the question, why, why am I sick now? I, why am, it's not just genetics. It's not just like this genetic time bomb that, that goes off at a certain age and something happens. There's reasons for it. And I, and as soon as I heard someone talk about that health in that way, I, I was like, okay, this is, this, is exactly, this is exactly how people should be talking about health. Why, why aren't we talking about health that way? Um, so anyway, own your health. This is, my, this is my, big, uh, my big spiel for basically, you need to own your health. You, if you don't, these large corporations will, and you don't like, you will not like what they do with it because all they're going to do is just basically get, I mean, I see this and, and I hate it so much. I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to, um, to be um, so angry about it, but uh, when you see old people age so horribly where they're stuck on um, so many pharmaceuticals, they can barely walk, they can't use their muscles, they can't function without tremendous amount of health, help without tremendous amount of help, then, I mean, and you know that there's a way out of that. There's, you know that if these people knew that this is how their life was going to end, then if they knew that, do you think about 40, 50 years ago before they, they got uh, in their 70s or 80s, do you think they would have started make, making better decisions? Yes, I really, I really think they did. Uh, they will, or they would, uh, which is why we need to keep pushing real information. So, and this is why I'm really passionate about sharing this, is because I see this over and over and over again 
that these people don't need to be suffering, even even from a young age. I mean, I have a, f- a friend who um, who suffers from a very young age, and he didn't have to, but he relied on a system, the only system we have, that didn't really understand how the body works, but they understand how what what pill goes with what symptom, and the, what surgery goes with what, right? That's what they understand, but they don't know how the body heals itself. And, and it's, it's um, yeah, I, I believe if he was aware at a young age how to be healthy and um, how to determine there's an issue before it happens, then he wouldn't have had that issue. Um, or even if he did, he would understand how to address it and and basically fix it but um yeah i mean we can statistically and this is even not is not my statistics if this isn't um uh from dr cabral or anything but this is from like the cdc and um the stanford center for prevention um yeah i believe that's the full title stanford prevention center for prevention um so they estimated that a good, what, like 90 something, like a ridiculous amount of percent of, um, of chronic diseases can be avoided and even completely, just completely avoided. That's their perspective. All that can be, like, they didn't say reversed, but, um, and I'm not saying reverse because technically you're not reversing anything. But anyway, um, so 90 or so percent of disease can be avoided. So why are we all, or so many people suffering from diseases? Exactly, because the systems that we use, they own the majority of people's health. And when we take our health back from them, we can actually prevent 90% of disease. So that's my, uh, my goal with the podcast is to help, if it just helps one person, avoid uh, the, the, you know, so many years of pain, that's fine. I'll, I'll do this, I'll do this, uh, you know, every day then. I mean, I do it four days a week, but if, um, but you know, if, if I knew it did that, I would do seven, you know, um, well, maybe I should do seven then. Well, uh, I'll work my way up to it. Definitely in the plans. Um, so my big takeaways. So my big takeaways for you to own your health is of course, listen to my podcast and listen to the Cabral Concept podcast. Um, read, read some books that uh, are by Mark Hyman or his, listen to his podcast. Um, you can read Dr. Cabral's book. You can get a health coach, get an integrative health practitioner. It doesn't have to be me. Uh, of course, I would love to help you, but I may not be the right fit for you because we may not get along. But if you're listening to my podcast, you probably, um, we probably get along. Uh, that's kind of, it's kind of a, a, good, a good point for a podcast. To, to see, like if you actually can listen to somebody for, for so many episodes, then you guys are probably gonna get along. Um, so if that's the case, uh, feel free to contact me at Matthew at that's M A T H E W at root L V L wellness.com. And we'll have a, a quick discovery call and we'll see if we're a good fit. And if, um, if I, if we both decide to work with each other, we both have to agree it is a, this is a partnership. Then, um, then I look forward to working with you. So definitely get information. So get more information. That's all. I mean, that's what the idea of the panacea concept is, is the idea that enough information could be a panacea. That's, that's my idea anyway. 
at least for now. I may change the concept of, uh, of the episodes, of the, of the name eventually, but, um, but I like that for now. All right, so if this has been helpful, if this was like a, uh, a mind-opening experience, feel free to let me know, share it, like, subscribe, uh, go out there, ask questions, have conversations, socialize, and I'll see you guys, uh, what's today, Tuesday? So I'll see you guys tomorrow.